0: Hosting for two blokes talking tech. Proudly
1: provided by Web Central. Time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop with all the news and information about technology. Now that, that's <laughs> the cool. guy. It's so hard to take a bad photo now with these cameras. I They're think in. that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. <laughs> we absolutely <laughs> have the best job With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Do you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I'd say not. Two Blokes Talking Embrace those
0: little ideas there. Have a look around and and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading episode 36, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to Trend Micro, Netgear and Samsung. Thank you to those great companies for their support. And joining me as always, Stephen Fenwick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate.
1: Hello, Trevor. How are you going?
0: Mate, fantastic. And oh, you know what? I'm really looking forward to this show because we don't. We've got some really interesting and diverse things to talk about tonight. Now, not just your standard smartphones and stuff. There's some really good things to talk about tonight. So well, let's get straight into it. You know, mate. Time kind of flies in this little world we're living in, and it does feel like a good couple of weeks ago that the Motorola Razor was launched, and we were there, and we got one to play with and whatnot but I think we didn't even talk about it last week because we didn't have it and it's it's a bloody good phone we uh, the, the launch was predictable because we knew what the event was we knew what the phone was but to actually go hands on with this device really is what you have to do it's one of those encouraging things you have to say to people don't just look at the phone in in a in a catalog or on a website you've got to go to a store and hold this thing because this is very big. It's a very big phone to hold. It's a very thin and light phone to hold. The build quality is fantastic, um, and frankly, the features are very rich. This is a really top line smartphone.
1: Absolutely, yeah, you're right. It's one of those phones that I, I know in the time, in the week and, and a half or so that, that I've been using it, uh, like you. Uh, people have actually stopped me in the street and asked me, geez, what, what sort of phone is that? So it is it is quite large. It's 4.3-inch mm. screen. But yet on the other hand, it's quite thin, like 7.1 millimetres. Uh, the first thing I, that people say when I put it in their hand, they say, wow, that, that the, the, it feels really good in your hand. Uh, it's got the Kevlar uh, coating on the back. that's sort of uh, uh re- really nice to fit in your hand, uh, really fast, camera is excellent, mm. uh, it's got a lot of great features too, which we'll discuss in a sec, but uh, it, it is up there now with sort of among the best smartphones on the market, wouldn't you agree?
0: Absolutely I, I put this alongside iPhone 4S and Samsung Galaxy S2 and probably a Sony Xperia Arc, although there's a new one of that coming out which will probably punch right along the way with these guys, but really those three, the Galaxy, the the Razer and the iPhone 4S are the, are the contenders and you're really basically choosing your camp, whether you're an Apple or, or an Android person and going from there look, hmm. a couple of really key things about this, and there's there's two key features of this phone that are that are unique uh, that 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 others don't have. There's probably plenty, but these are the two that come to mind, and we'll talk about them. Um, the the MotoCast and and the Smart yeah. Action. So MotoCast, you plug the phone into your computer at home or at work or all of your computers you have, and it basically sets it up as a as a as a computer that the phone can can, can communicate with remotely. So I'm driving to work the the other day, and I went rather than listen to the radio, I launched music. I launched Motocast as in a directory and it showed me all the songs on my home computer. I click play and it's streaming the songs from my home computer over the internet through the mobile phone company to my mobile phone.
1: That's handy, isn't it? Because like we've all heard of, you know, the stuff you can do in the cloud. Uh, these, yeah. these kinds of things are already out there. But what I like about this is that you're not entrusting your content to anyone else. It's coming directly from your computer, which I think is a really good uh, good p- thing to point out with this feature.
0: Definitely, and you know, you've got to... Contend with the data costs and everything like that, so keep those things in mind. But just in terms of accessibility, you know, your files, all those different things can be available on the go from this device. So that's a very cool feature, and really, it's a, well, it's a good execution of the feature. It's not clumsy. It's not clunky. It's very easy yeah. to understand. The other one is yep. the smart actions, and, and this kind yeah. of blew me away when they announced it because I, I, it's one of those ones where you go, why doesn't everyone do that, especially, quite frankly, Apple? You know, this yeah. is a company that, that prides itself on user interface and usability. The, the, the base, basic premise of Smart Actions is you can give it commands and on that command, it will do certain things. So, for example, you can say, when I am at home, you set a location via GPS, um, and it is after 11 o'clock at night, turn my ringtone off, turn my, my Bluetooth off, turn everything off so you're saving battery and you know, you're not waking up or anything like that. So, it does things based on potentially where you are or what time of day or what yeah. day of the week it is, very configurable and, and frankly, very good.
1: I, I, I use this qu- quite a bit, and, and I actually use, what were the biggest advantage I found with this, with smart actions, was that it added a lot. It added a, about half a day to the battery, I think, because I set it so that it would it would turn my Wi-Fi off when I got home. And, oh, sorry, when I got you know when I left the house, yep. uh, turn the Bluetooth on when I got in the car, and then off again uh, when I got home. Mm. So those little things that you normally forget to do that that can tax your battery, yep. it was doing in the background on its own. And and then, even when the battery was sort of running at a low, like down to 20, 30%, it then kicked other actions into place. So it would turn off background syncing, it would make sure Wi Fi, GPS, all those other things were off. So, added up, it it did, uh, for me personally, add up to another half day of battery. I got, I got more ne- nearly two full work days, not quite two days, but it did. You did see the, the the prolonged battery life because of the smart actions.
0: Oh, I'm not going to say it's the best battery or the worst battery of a smartphone. I'm just going to say it's as good as any other smartphone battery. The other key little feature about this uh, that I'll mention is the water resistance. It's not waterproof. Can't dunk it in a in a, in a bucket of water, but you yeah. can ease. There's no problem with this. Gets the odd splash here and there, and mate, just because I didn't see it, but you did it. But you explained it to me. Explain to me how they demonstrated to that well, to us I, at the uh, launch.
1: Yeah, this this that, there's a coating on the on the on the razor, um, and what basically it means is that if water hits the device, it beads on the surface rather than hmm. sort of running running across the surface. So they demonstrated this at the launch with a tissue. Now they, this tissue was coated with this special waterproof. I think it was SP one. I can't remember the name for it, but. They, it was a like I felt the tissue. It felt like a normal tissue. They dipped it in water, fully submerged it in the water, took it out again, and the water ran off it as said, it like like water off a duck's back. It just nothing was there. So the, the Motorola duck it up and ran off onto the onto the tabletop. So sure. if if they can do that, if your phone can withstand that kind of water, not that you're going to dunk it in a, a, a bottle of water or anything, but how many times have you heard of people dropping coffee or you know, hmm. uh, the, you know spilling water these That sort of thing is normally fatal uh, on many occasions for a normal smartphone. Now you can just wipe this thing off and get on with it. And it's not only coated outside, but on the inside as well.
0: Have you tried to take the back off?
1: Well, no, you can't. It's
0: sealed. Mm. Uh, And that's the thing. This is the thing. Uh, Isn't it interesting to you how Apple cops grief for a device that you can't take the battery out of? But no no one bags Motorola for that.
1: Well, I think they did that just to keep it thin. But um, you, you, there is a, a little hatch down the left-hand side yeah. for your SIM card and the the micro SD card. because and, and this I'm is happy only with that. sixteen gigabytes. <clears throat> internal memory so
0: i've got uh, no drama with it i don't have a need to take the back off i just thought it was interesting that no one else bags it look i think it's a top quality phone mate and i i am um, i'm really impressed with it it really does bring motorola back into the market i think it they does. I they think should be very they're proud of it trying
1: to recapture razor back in 2004 or 2005 remember everyone wanted to get their hands on the razor mm. flip phone which at the time was quite a thin phone. Yep. They're trying to re- go back to the future, I- I've written in my review on Tech Guide, uh, to recapture that success and that glory. And I think they've done it. I think the Razer is back.
0: Oh, I think it is too, mate. You can read all about it at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech.
1: You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long. Now, we all love our digital radios, Trevor. Yeah. I know you're a fan, and I'm a fan. I, I love listening to digital radio. Uh, and one of the one of the brands that's actually one of the best sellers around the world is the Pure One Classic. Now, yep. it's been around a little while. But what they've done, they've actually released Series 2. And what it brings to the table is the ability to record, which is uh, a great new feature. So you can now set it pretty much like a, like a little mini set-top box with your television. So you, you can set it for a one-off, recording, you can set it to record once a week, every day uh, and then when you want to play it back, you can you can play it, pause it, rewind it, uh, as if you're listening to to your own file, so I think it adds, like not only does it provide the crystal clear sound of your digital radio the information back and forth on uh, the digital display, but that ability to record, I think it puts this one over the top A
0: couple of things, because I do have a fair bit of background in digital radio, Pure had a recording digital radio back in 2003, it was called the Bug, Ugly Thing in the history of the world, but it actually had an SD card slot, so you could record. It was so innovative; it was fantastic. And and my understanding was they stopped bringing it out because of import and duty taxes, because it could record. The other interesting thing to point out is, is this is not the first. The Grundig Replay, which is already at market, has this capability. And the one thing that the Grundig Replay has over the Pure Classic One is it has EPG. So if you turn your radio on and you listen to the ABC, for example, you can you can look on the screen at what programs are coming up and you can choose them to record by program, which is a very advanced feature. And I think Pure need to jump in the EPG wagon. But as a very basic Entry to the to the recording market, the Pure Classic One is a uh, is a fantastic unit, and it's very exciting that they've brought it to market with the record function. Interesting to see how um, how many people pick it up and enjoy that function and, and feature. And uh, um, yeah, no yeah, Pure, it's a
1: pretty good price too. It's only one hundred and sixty nine dollars, so it's Great affordable. Price. If if you do like want to record your favorite programs, uh, you can use the Listen Later function there and yep. uh, and get into it. But uh, yeah, it's it's there's also obviously FM tuner on board as well. There's an alarm. In in it, uh, you can set 30 presets. So it's got all those features you'd find on your regular digital radio. Auxiliary import to connect an MP3 or your iPod. Yep. Uh, and it is, if you want to buy the charge pack to make it truly portable, that's an extra $79. So uh, not a bad little buy there if you want to record. you know, If you can't stand to miss your favourite radio programs, now you can record them.
0: The Pure Classic One available at tech guide or information available at techguide.com.au. And we thank our good friends at Netgear for their continued support of Two Bikes Talking Tech. And I want to tell you this week again about the universal Wi-Fi range extender, the little little device. It's, a, it's like a big double adapter for you plug it into a PowerPoint and it literally finds your existing Wi-Fi network. You connect it by the press of a button, and it becomes an extension of that network. So if you've got a two-story home or a, or a you know, wide footprint home, you could put this device basically in between your, your router and the, and the the area of the, of the home that's, uh, you know, not getting the best Wi-Fi reception, connect it up, press a couple of buttons, and you've got a new Wi-Fi network extended to the other area of the house. It's a fantastic little product called the Netgear Universal Wi-Fi Range Extender. Check it out now. More information at netgear.com.au. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, uh, announcement this morning from Apple that um, the popular GarageBand software that um, we've seen on the Mac for for a long time and uh, uh, earlier this year was released for the iPad is now available on the iPhone and the iPod Touch. And mate, oh, you know, for five ninety five, if you don't already have it, this is a great fun piece of kit. If you just love mucking around with music and you're playing air guitar or whatever, <laughs> you have got to get into this thing.
1: What I like about it is, though, you, you don't, you, if I haven't got a musical bone in my body, okay, I've got to tell you now, and I can pick this app up and there is keyboards, drums, guitars and basses and, and you can create music. It's incredible. Imagine it anyone with a bit of talent, what they could do with this kind of thing. So you can plug an electric guitar in there to record your voice. And this is a little, now that it's available for the iPod, iPod touch and the iPhone, it's it literally puts a recording studio in your pocket. And, and if you already own the app, uh, on the iPad, this is a free uh, update for yeah. your iPhone iPhone, and iPod Touch, so if even whether you're into your music or not it is a fun app to have.
0: Exactly I, I encourage you to get it if you've got an iPhone it's only $5.95, it's great fun the kids all love it and literally you're playing keyboards drums, whatever you like, guitars and they've got smart instruments so that you can actually you don't have to know how to strum a guitar, you can just press buttons and you're getting great chords so check it out at the App Store Garage Band from Apple <laughs>
1: now here at two blokes talking tech we love talking about world first absolutely Trevor, now, sony has come up with a world first this week it's the world's first digital binoculars now we were told about this at the uh, sony uh, event a couple of months That's ago right, we were uh, and it's it, it's 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 been released uh, this month in November, uh, and what it is, it's the Sony DEV5 now digital binoculars. So what it does, it basically ties in their optics and their their technology they use in their video cameras mm-hmm. so it provides up to 20 times magnification which is up there with sort of the high level high powered binoculars on the market but what what it offers in uh, as a point of difference is the fact that because it uses uh the electronics and the optics it offers things that other binoculars can't like image stabilization yes so you, you can have the, the what you're looking at is quite it's not bumping around it's, it's actually quite quite still um but on top of that uh it also provides the ability to record what you're watching too so you can record oh, right. it in either 2d or even in 3d as well
0: crazy stuff i mean the application for this just to you know a good sporting event where some people love their binoculars to get right in on the action is very cool and the image stabilization is a fantastic feature i think i'd love to play around with it because i think it would do your head in if you're if you're glancing between the binoculars and the real play you really would need to focus through the binoculars otherwise you'd be getting this sort of weird reality happening but uh great feature and the ability then to press a button and record, what a cool yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: this is great. I, I think this is, like, we, we've all seen how smartphones have really sort of taken over that low-end video camera market. Like, who's going to buy a, video, a cheap video camera when, you, when your smartphone can shoot full HD? Yeah. I think this is the kind of product, like, it's not cheap, it's 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 a $1,999 but I think mo- going forward this is, I reckon this could be the future of the video camera. Like, it's really comfortable to hold all the controls are at the top of the device it shoots 3D so it creates a left and right image in high definition you can play mm. it back on your high def tv your 3D tv as well so i think if video cameras might have to evolve sort of in this direction then to sort of stay relevant in the market
0: there it is the sony digital binoculars and uh, all that and more techguide.com.au
1: And we'd like to thank our good friends at Samsung for their support of two blokes talking tech and the Samsung Galaxy S2 is one of the most popular Android phones on the market 4.3 super AMOLED plus screen one of the one of the brightest and clearest screens you'll see on a smartphone it's also one of the quickest with a dual core processor it's very slim design to only 8 Point four nine millimeters, which is really skinny, uh, but it's also got an, a range of apps, and one of them I want to talk about this week is the Samsung Music app. Now, you can use the Galaxy S2 to uh, install the Music Hub app uh, and stream uh, music, unlimited amount of music. There's a free trial uh, for, the, for the two months once you download the app, so you can stream uh, as much music as you like you can even cache a number of songs of up to 200 mm. songs on the device so if you happen to be cut off from wi-fi or 3g you can still enjoy your music so check out the samsung galaxy s2 one of the most popular smartphones on the market and for more information head to samsung.com.au
0: Speaking of first and exclusive, I would suggest we're the first podcast in the world to talk about the Xbox Wireless Speed Wheel. Now, it's actually a really kind of weird name for it, but uh, what it is, is a steering wheel for your Xbox. Now, you would know most steering wheels of up until now have been the kind that you originally clamp onto your desk, and then they had the ones that you could put on your lap, and they had kind of a lap sort of feeling to them and then they, they kind of went to the lounge so you, you sit back, you don't really have to have them on your lap. But they've normally got, you know, a set of pedals and the steering wheel and then maybe even a gear shift. But the wireless speed wheel from Xbox is $59.95. It's available now at, you know, big games, retailers, and all those kind of places. Let me describe it to you. It's just a big U. So it's a big U, <laughs> kind of the size of your hand spaced out. And you hold it in your hand, you got your two fingers still still controlling the accelerator and brake like you normally would and the um you know the the four coloured buttons on one finger and the and the uh, yeah. pad control on the other other thumb and you just turn the wheel uh, like you would, uh, you know, a normal steering wheel, and it's wireless, and it's detecting the movement of the wheel to steer the car. Okay, Just give
1: you a good, like, one thing, I've, I've tried a lot of these steering wheels, probably not as many as you. I know you're one of the biggest yeah. car racing gaming fans in the world, <laughs> uh, but what I've found with a lot of wheels is accuracy is so important. You, you need to really feel, you need to have the feel for the road in, on the wheel. Does it sort of provide that kind of feedback?
0: I'm going to tell you this. I This is a fun steering wheel, okay? So I love using it for, you know, fours are four, just mucking around. When I want, when I want to really sit down and race a car, I sit behind a, you know, a big proper steering wheel like a Logitech G27. Absolutely. But the problem is, and I had this problem, and it's the reason I bought a PlayStation. I kid you not. When Formula 1 2011 came out, I couldn't get up a steering wheel for for it. There are ones aftermarket ones you could get. They weren't really fantastic. They're very cheap looking and cheap feeling. This thing feels quality because it's like an Xbox controller and it's from Microsoft. And it, look, you don't get the absolute realism from a you know Logitech you know G four steering wheel or something, but you get a great steering wheel experience as opposed to stupid bloody driving with your thumbs well, you don't drive you your would, car with you your thumbs. no and make you would know more than 60 anyone, bucks so. 60 bucks it's this is your, your ultimate christmas present for uh, for anyone who loves cars and it's got an xbox so the xbox 360 wireless speed wheel check it out now for 59.95 um, at all good retailers two
1: talking tech.
0: you're listening to two blokes talking tech with
1: Trevor Long and Stephen venick now I'm a big fan of my music and uh, I like to take it with me whenever I travel wherever I go like mm. but it, it's not always possible to sort of lug along your your iPod dock or e- even smaller speakers with the dock in place but I've come across a product called the WowWe 1 that solved all those problems. Now this device it's it's about the size of a smartphone it's about, about the size of an iPhone. Yeah. And what it does it's got it's got a high frequency speaker on top. But it's got a special gel base on the bottom. Now, it uses what it calls gel audio technology. So, what it does, the gel base, when it sits on a surface, it actually uses that surface to reflect the sound. It amplify the sound too. Oh. So from a relatively small device, you're getting a surprisingly large sound. And being gel on the bottom, there's very little vibration. So the the music can be sent through to the surface and then r- resonate around the room. I've I've found this. I've been using it on various surfaces, and you can even use it. I tried it on a, on a set of drawers. So what it does, when it's sitting on those set of drawers, it actually uses the air inside the drawers or cabinet or however you want to try it to enhance the bass as well. So it's like having a subwoofer, turning your your drawers or your cabinet into a subwoofer. Now, this isn't going to replace your home theater system or, (laughs) you know, if you're you're in your high-end audio, but for, for the size of this device and the price, it is surprisingly good results you get out of it.
0: Fantastic. And what's the price? About 100 bucks.
1: Well, it's the there's two versions. There's a, there's the one classic which is 99.95 and there's the the one slim which is 139.95. They're available at JB Hi-Fi. Now, I I really encourage anyone who likes to sort of take their music on the road, like if you, I travel a fair bit and I like to have some music in my hotel room when I'm riding or whatever. I, I've been using this all week and I was so surprised that this thing had no right to produce the sound it did, <laughs> being so small. But it did. So anyone who wants to check it out, I've reviewed it on Tech Guide. Uh, there's pictures of it there and a little YouTube video of it of it being demonstrated. But go to JB Hi-Fi. They, they've got they're selling them exclusively around Australia and get them to demonstrate it. You'll be very surprised by the results.
0: wowie One Mini Speaker and uh, check it out at TechGuide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech.
1: You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen. Finn and two blokes talking tech is also brought to us by trend micro trend micro maximum security is your all-in-one security solution which protects your devices and your data only trend micro uses cloud technology so they can stop cyber threats before they reach your computer now the latest version of trend micro maximum security uses less than half the disk space and memory of other security products, so it won't slow your computer down. Don't you hate that when it when, when no. other security products do that? Anyway, it's available now at Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, Officeworks, Dick Smith, The Good Guys, and all other authorised resellers. And for more information, visit trendmicro.com.au.
0: Now, I mean, you know, you've played rugby league professionally. I clearly am a, just an absolute sporting <laughs> specimen, as you know. Uh, I think I've found a, a, a time that I could beat in a triathlon. I've never no. tried a triathlon, but I reckon I could do the 230-kilometre triathlon in less than 166 hours. Do you reckon I could do that?
1: <laughs> Absolutely, you could. So,
0: but there has been a record set here. A, a, a robot has completed a triathlon, Two hundred and thirty kilometres in one hundred and sixty-six hours and fifty-six minutes. Now, this thing is a very small, tiny little robot that Panasonic have built, basically to show off their E-Volta range of uh, of batteries. Now. It's it's just a fun little thing, which basically you know the legs um, rotate up and down, and they've got three little devices that that they can sit it on. One is a bike, one is a kind of a, a keel so it can swim, and the other one is a like a hamster wheel that it, that it runs in. And they literally put it <laughs> to the test over a 230-kilometer triathlon course, wow. and uh, you know it did the it did the five hours and 36 minutes. It took, did a 3.8k run, 97 hours it took to to do the uh, the bike section, and uh, 63 hours to do the 42-kilometer marathon and the, run.
1: And it was just running on the that e-volta battery. That's
0: it. Now I, this is the interesting thing in the press release. I couldn't find anywhere how many times I had to change the battery. <laughs> so I'm not convinced. They, d- I don't think they did it in the in the whole thing on one battery. But it, you
1: know, did you just, have to subject to a drug test afterwards?
0: <laughs> I, I, you know what? That is an excellent point. I think we should we should appeal the decision. But uh, it's just a fun little thing, and I, I just it's a, nice to see technology being pushed to its limits. And this is the kind of thing that makes companies push each other. So always is good this going to see-
1: replace the Energizer Bunny, mate? What's the story?
0: Well, that's the point. Should we get the Energizer Bunny in a pool?
1: I Let's think we get him Try the, the Panasonic triathlon robot and the energizer bunny. Get him head to head.
0: That's it. Let's head get him in a ring. Death match. But yeah, exactly. Bug of the running. Let's get him in a ring together. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Panasonic E Volta robot finished the Hawaii Iron Man triathlon. Good on you little robot. Two blokes talking tech.
1: You're listening to two blokes talking tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fenneck. Now, if anyone has updated their iPhone to iOS 5 or may have purchased the brand new iPhone 4S, they will find that the the operating system, the iOS 5, has more than 200 new features. Now, not everybody knows uh, what all those 200 features are. We know the main ones. But I've pointed out, I've written a little story on uh, techguide.com.au, which points out some of the hidden features of iOS 5. I've listed seven. We'll go through them very quickly. Oh, yes. The first one is iMessage. iMessage. It allows people who are running iOS 5 to send free text messages. Now by free I mean they don't use the cellular network they actually are sent as data. Have you tried this Trevor? Oh
0: mate I use it all the time. It's really interesting. Here's a couple of great interesting things about it. Obviously I can communicate with my wife now for free because we've both got iPhones. What's even more interesting is when you know when someone with an iPhone has upgraded to iOS because it comes through as an iMessage so when you're iMessaging someone it sends it as a blue message as opposed to a green yes. message text message. What's even even more interesting is because you can have multiple devices, I was chatting the other night with someone on my iPad, and I was using my Motorola Razr. Today, or yesterday, I switched back to the iPhone, and, and I watched in real time as my, my conversation came back through the iPhone. It was replayed in front of me. <laughs> but you can not only send text, but you can also send pictures to each other. So
1: that's okay. And video, too. Like My daughter's got it on her iPod Touch. So uh, she's enjoying that as well. So a great new feature. One of the other ones is the split keyboard. Crucial. This is a really interesting one because... People, this is especially uh, useful on the iPad. Now, the, the iPhone's small enough for you to type with one finger, one hand, or whatever. With the with the iPad, have you ever tried to type with two hands oh, on it's that stupid. Big keyboard? It it's can impossible. be a bit difficult. Now, what the split keyboard does, as its name suggests, it splits the keyboard in half and puts one half, the, each half to the yep. side of the screen, so well within thumb range. Thumb
0: range, and, and it works in both portrait and landscape. This is an easy thing, and it's very, very easy to do. If you've upgraded your iPad to iOS, Five, there's a, there's that little button that you you get rid of the keyboard down the bottom right hand corner. You just press that button, hold it, and slide up, and bingo, your keyboard separated.
1: Split keyboard. How about this one, Trevor? Hourly weather forecast. As you know this? Whenever you call up the when you w- look at the weather widget mm-hmm. and you look at that day's weather, slide your finger down that day, and what it'll does, it'll pop open another, it extend that window so you can see hour by hour weather no. forecast. It uh, does. Uh, you uh,
0: should try it. Hey, listen, let's not kid us. Who's doing that? I'll just ask Siri for that.
1: Well, you can do that as well, but <laughs> if you want hourly <laughs> weather forecasts, it does it for that particular day. You can get hour-by-hour hour forecasts. So if it's a brilliantly sunny day. You want to see if it's going to rain, if there's going to be a southerly change or rain that night, you can now with the hourly Perfect. forecast. But let's move on. How about remote control picture capture? Now, one of the features of iOS 5 is the now, the now it uses the volume up key as the mm-hmm. capture key on your camera. Yep. Now, when you plug in your earphones, your iPhone earphones, which has got the little inline remote control, <gasps> you'll be surprised to find out that you, if you want to keep the, the phone absolutely still, you don't want to actually have to touch the phone to take the photograph, you can use the head. Headphone volume up button as the uh, capture key.
0: Didn't realise the 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 one on the headphones work as well. Brilliant.
1: It does too. Now, now the next here, one. How about
0: the next? This typing? is this is a genius one. And interestingly, the next one is a very something I used to use a lot on my BlackBerry.
1: Aha. Uh-huh. You so you you explain it, mate. I want you to tell. I want you to tell everyone. You're very good at this. The shortcut. So what what it does? It lets you. It, Typing on a on a digital on on a touch screen can be time consuming. Yep. Uh, yeah, if you especially if you're typing the same name or same phrases, you can actually set up shortcuts. So yep. the example I used on my story on Tech Guide, the phrase "on my way" Yep, can be shortened. You can set up a shortcut whenever you type O M W it will know that you mean on my way and it will insert that in your email or your text message and you can set up as many of those as you like.
0: My, my example is I have one set up. So if I type TLE, it puts my email address, Trevor Long email. If I just yeah. type um, TLM, it'll, it'll change my TL into a Trevor Long. So a very simple way yeah. of just expanding a couple of letters into a couple of words
1: totally now i don't, i'm not a i'm not a huge emoticon person putting no. smiley faces and frowny faces on my emails and on my messages i don't know about you trevor but no. This, the, to do this on an iPhone, you used to have to uh, in, use outside apps, so third-party apps. But Apple with iOS 5 has actually included an emoji keyboard in the setup. So you could – when when you're in a message, to the left of the, of the space bar is a little picture of a globe. If you t- touch that, it will access the keyboards that you've activated. And the emoji keyboard can be one of those keyboards. So simple press of that. You've got all your smiley faces, frowny faces, surprise faces, all of those – At your fingertips.
0: Drum roll, please. Your last advice for hidden features of iOS 5
1: is alternate routes. Mm. Now, what this does, whenever you want to plot a route from point A to point B, it used to just give you one way you could go. Yeah, now right. with iOS 5, it gives you alternate routes, up to three routes I've seen. Uh, so it, it now presents whichever route, uh, it, it presents all the different routes and all you need to do is to press on the route which you'd prefer and it will highlight that for you to follow. So there you have it, the hidden features of iOS 5.
0: And who would have thought to get an alternate route... There'd be an app for that. (laughs) Someone had to say it,
1: didn't they? Absolutely, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Good call.
0: You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, Cracker Show, thank you to Netgear, Samsung and Trend Micro, mate. Uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech is brought to you by those great companies. You can find us at Two Blokes Talking Tech. You can download us from iTunes and you can uh, listen to my other podcast, uh, Talkback Technology on Your Tech Life, yourtechlife.com. And Stephen, we can find you each and every week at...
1: Your Tech GOM, oh or your no. tickets, <laughs> techguide.com.au. I've you won. Me
0: off. You are you are now part of my empire. No, yeah, really, it's, people. Uh, it please please play.
1: Play. No, techguide.com.au. Check it All, out. Uh, most of those stories are actually on the website, but uh, updated every day. Plenty of content, including more stories like the hidden features. A lot of the guide side of Tech guide is going to be coming out in the next few weeks. And you can contact
0: Steve in there as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll talk to you next week, Steve.
1: Thank you.